I want to introduce a new series called the Seduction series. Seduction is a superpower. It is the power of influence and enchantment too. It's like we go under the spell of something or someone. Its effect is subtle and also insidious. So we might miss its hold over us, but it has the power to hold us tightly in its grip. We usually think of seduction between a man and a woman, but actually it's everywhere in our lives. It permeates our culture, it's in advertising, in marketing, in politics. It's the same casting of a spell, luring someone towards you with power. But I want to talk about an unconventional way of looking at seduction. It's not just people or marketing on the outside of us, but the inside. Our emotions, for instance, our moods, our thoughts and feelings, our attitudes and our habits, like anger, disappointment, despair, even self-absorption like narcissism, they suck us in and blindly seduce us for long periods of time. And I want to emphasize here that such is the power of negativity, all negativity. It's a dark energy, like a black hole where we disappear into and it robs us of the possibility of getting out of it. My point is that we allow ourselves to be sucked in by a strong force that we feel we cannot resist. Yet, we are co-creators in this force and we are co-creators of our happiness. Then why do we do this? Simply because we don't know we have another choice. The purpose of this series is to learn ways to see through the gloom to the other side where hope lives. There is a win we really want to get to. That is its purpose. Life always gives us a win in every challenging, stressful situation. It's our job to find it. So, through this series, let's explore the real reason underneath our attraction to these unpleasant emotions. Why we allow ourselves to stay in the dark. And let's explore the journey to the other side of the rainbow, shall we? Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. The Seduction of Success Today I want to talk about the connect between success and dissatisfaction. Even when we are at the pinnacle of success, why don't we feel it? Why is it so elusive? And why does emotional pain or judgment or regret or doubt overshadow? 
this success. Let me tell you a story about uh, Sheila, who's my client. And uh, she's a young mother, a consultant in a large MNC since a few years, and uh, has rapidly climbed the corporate ladder. She's moving into a new apartment soon and is independently running her life. So, one would think that it's all good. As I congratulated her on all her recent successes, she astonished me by saying, you know, I was nearly happy. But there's quite a way to go. She confessed that despite having met most of her goals, she was obsessing about that one goal that she hadn't achieved yet. I was really surprised and I asked, um, so if you got this one, you'd feel happy about all of your life? And because you haven't yet got this one, none of it makes you happy? Her answer was even more alarming. She said, how can you be happy about failure? Sheila's reaction to her achievements is dispiriting. And it is so common and familiar. How many of us focus on what we haven't got than what we have? You know, Arthur Brooks, one of my favorite writers, says it perfectly. He says the insatiable goals to acquire more, succeed conspicuously and be as attractive as possible lead us to objectify one another and ourselves. When people see themselves as little more than their attractive bodies, jobs or bank accounts, it brings great suffering. Love and fun are sacrificed for another day of work. In search of a positive internal question, am I successful yet? We become cardboard cutouts of real people. Amazing, isn't it? The brain is a truly tricky monkey. It seduces us with expensive toys, prestige, money, and all kinds of acquisitions. Short-lived pleasure, possessions, take away everything, every shred of happiness. And as the pleasure ebbs away, we seek it again. A seduction of fulfillment and satiation and satisfaction, which leaves us longing for more and more. This throws our enoughness barometer completely out of whack. Even though at some level we realize that status, fame or the pursuit of money will give us only five minutes of happiness. We just can't seem to stop ourselves from trying. This is the seduction of achievement, even possession. Sheila's brain has taught her to anticipate happiness only when she exceeds a certain goal to the exclusion of all other achievements. So the brain tricks or seduces us all 
into being dissatisfied and we learn to continue the same response. So if the brain can learn how to be dissatisfied, my point is that it can also learn to be satisfied. Not only restricted to trophies or wealth, but a skill that's worth adopting. Then life satisfaction is the win that you're moving towards. And for that, you need to look at the emblem of satisfaction. 80% of people feel it's money. I'm not undermining the value of happiness that a fat bank account produces, but it's also been proven that money itself will not satisfy you for too long. So the question to ask yourself is, does money give me my well-being or define my self-worth? And more important, when will I have enough? When the pursuit of achievement, not just money, consumes you and starts crowding out important relationships, it's time to examine it closer. Ask yourself, when was the last time I had a sense of playfulness about my work? Where is the joy in doing what I do? And there's another important point I'd like to talk about now. You know, we start to crave things, not just like things, but crave things. I want you to see how craving is very different from liking. You may like to be admired, we all do, but do you have to have the admiration of others to feel respected? So the big win when we closely redefine our relationship with money, adulation, recognition and status is the return to an inherent sense of self-worth. You get off the hedonic uh, treadmill and move towards satisfaction and happiness. That is in your hands. And because this podcast is focused on looking for the win, when you clearly begin to see what seduces your well-being, you move away from comparison to your own incremental progress. And you give yourself a pat on your own back to self-compassion instead of counting how many trophies and stocks you have, you look at your contribution. Instead of looking for satisfaction in all the wrong places, you move to trial and error. You know, I'll do this and I will learn. And hard work and determination. Those are the things that get more meaning then. Now close your eyes for a minute. Yes, close your eyes and think for a moment when you felt genuine satisfaction. Take a deep breath. Feel the energy of that successful feeling of being enough. Take a few moments as you relive that memory. It's a nice feeling, huh?
wouldn't it be nice to feel many more moments like this and you can do it and that's the biggest win that was this week's episode for the cellular alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist ritu malhotra don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs